Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Hey friend, welcome to episode 48 of Business Your Way. This week I wanted to talk about something that has really been near and dear to my heart recently and that's how we approach the eye of the storm with the right mindset. Because how often do you find that little voice in your head telling yourself, oh this is overwhelming Or when you're out for a walk with your best friend and she asks you, how are you doing? And the first thing that comes out of your mouth is, oh my gosh, things are so hard right now. Because your life feels like one big shitstorm at the moment. And the truth is that life is hard. It might not be hard all the time, but sometimes life is hard. And for the most of us, we're not only building a business, but we're also growing a family and we've constantly got lots of things to juggle. So it's the new clients, onboarding new clients, fulfilling those clients, taking the little ones to soccer or to swimming lessons or going to watch the school play. Whatever it is, we are doing lots of things. If this is you, well, you're probably already working on your daily routine. You're working on establishing habits to streamline your days. You've probably got your calendar dialed in right down to the last hour of every waking moment of every day. But that doesn't mean that you don't get thrown off track sometimes. Sometimes life just wants to rain lemons on us. And it's during these times that we have to manage our mindset and be more in tune with our own thoughts and emotions and how we act rather than making sure that we've got the right efficiencies or the right productivity tools in place. Recently, my life felt like a shitstorm. And on some days, it just brought me to tears. And I thought, well, if I'm feeling like this, 
How many other small business owners are also feeling like this at times? Or have some stage in their life or their business where they just felt like that everything was just closing in around them? And I'm like, sure, if I'm going through this, others are highly likely going through this. So why not record an episode and walk you through how I managed to get through the eye of the storm and come out the other side feeling optimistic and hopeful at what the future is about to bring. This is the real story behind owning a small business where you're the sole income earner and life decides to rain lemons in bucket loads on you. Although I feel as though I'm through the eye of my storm and I'm in cleanup phase. Well, it feels like I'm in cleanup phase at the moment. So in this episode, I wanted to share with you how I managed my mindset so I could keep positive when really all I wanted to do was have a hot bath, curl up in bed and watch a good Netflix series, which I did actually do once or twice during the storm. And that's okay too. So when you're in the eye of the storm, you usually can't see what's right in front of you. And so I made it a personal challenge to do my best every day. Every morning, if you have to get out of bed and believe that you can get through just the next step, not the next three steps or the next 10 steps, you have to believe that you can get through the next one step. You have to keep a positive attitude and keep showing up and giving it your best. You know, I find as business owners, we have our goals in front of us. Usually we've reversed engineered those goals. So we know the next 10 steps, the next 20 steps. We know what we have to do in the next week, the next two weeks, how even the next 90 days. But when you're in the eye of the storm, you don't have the luxury of looking that far ahead. And so that's the piece that can get overwhelming when we can't see, you know, the steps in front of us that we need to take, that becomes overwhelming. That's when it becomes hard because all we can do is take the next best step. But in order to take our next best step, we have to keep reminding ourselves to turn up with a positive attitude and keep showing up and giving it our best. You have to approach each problem with a solution mindset. Don't wait for someone else to ride in on the proverbial white horse and save the day. You have to engage in the problem and think about the possible solutions and then start working through the options that you've come up with. So give yourself time to work through the solutions. What if I did this? What if I did this? What if I did this? Write them all down on a piece of paper and then start working your way through your options until you get a solution that you think might work. Sometimes the solution isn't the one that you're looking for though. So all you have to do is adjust your mindset and keep accepting what is happening. The first thing we do might not work for us. The second thing we do might not work for us. We still have to engage with the problem with a solution-orientated mindset. We have to sometimes just purely accept 
what is in front of us and keep moving anyway. So I want to share this little story. And this is just one of the stories of my recent, I'm calling it a shitstorm, is the roof of my house was lifted off during 80k winds in a storm, which was followed by rain causing damage and flooding in my house. So it was it was like it was raining on the inside of my house. Initially, I thought it was a burst pipe, so I called a plumber. That was my first solution. It was a Sunday afternoon, so that in itself wasn't a cheap exercise. So I had two options. I could call a plumber on a Sunday and pay the price, or I could wait until Monday weather the storm and worry all night and then call the plumber on a Monday for a better price. Or I could just accept what was happening, accept that it was going to cost me a premium price, call the plumber and be solution orientated. So that's what I did. Anyway, turns out that it wasn't a burst pipe, but it was a hole in my roof. So my next solution, I had to call a roofer. Again, on a Sunday night, I called a roofer to see if they could come take a look at my roof. They couldn't come on the Sunday, but they did come first thing Monday morning. They put a temporary fix in place, but did say to me, the next time the wind gets up, and that is highly likely where my house is located on the southern coast, so when the southerlies come through, they're, they're just vicious. So the next time the wind got through, the temporary fix wouldn't hold, and it would no longer be waterproof. But what do you know, before I could get the roofers in to fix the roof permanently, another storm came in. The temporary fix was buggered, the roof lifted, and my house was leaking once again. But this time, 10 times as bad. I'm not kidding you. I had at least 10 buckets in different containers trying to catch all of the drips, all of the leaking taps that were just coming in felt like from everywhere. And to be honest with you, I might have been slightly panicked at this stage. I was like, holy shit, like what do I know next? Because I was unsure of how bad the damage was going to be. Was it actually repairable? I let my mind go down this, this what if trail and the what if trail was the worst case scenario. What if it couldn't be fixed? What if we had to evacuate? What if, what was I going to do? I let my mind run down this terrible, doomy, gloomy path. And all of these really unsettling feelings and thoughts were running through my brain at 100 miles an hour. But I knew I had to manage my emotions by approaching this situation with a solution-orientated mindset. So I got my emotions in check, I got my thoughts in check, and I made a list of the people I thought I need to call and started calling each one of them asking for their advice. Could they help me secure or cover the roof to stop the constant flow of water coming into the house? After I called about three people, you know, the roofer, the plumber, I was just short of calling the fire service, but I'm like, it's not an emergency, it's just an accident, 
Yeah, I didn't feel like I had the need to call the emergency services. Like this definitely was not an emergency, even though I had water coming into my house, felt like every possible crevice there was, it was coming in. So I stopped short of calling the emergency services. But after I'd made about three calls, then I called my insurance assessor. I told him these are the people that I've called, these are the things that they've told me. All I want to really do right now is stop the water coming into my house so I could stop any potential damage that this water was causing. After I spoke with the insurance assessor, he says to me, you are doing your best right now. If all you can do is capture the water that's coming in, in buckets, you are doing your best. There's not really any solution that we've got that can stop the water coming in. We just have to wait for the rain to pass and then get the roof fixed. If the roofer has promised you that on the next fine day, they're going to put you at the top of the list and come in and replace your roof, that is the best that you can do. You are doing everything that you possibly can. And so with that, I then felt that I had done my best and that there was nothing else that I could possibly do. You know, it wasn't the outcome that I was looking for or it wasn't the solution that I was looking for, but it was the situation that I had to accept. I had to accept that I wasn't going to stop the water coming into my house, but I had done my best and I had done everything that I could do. So with that, I calmed my mind and I was like, this is the solution. Catching the water in the buckets is your solution. So then I had my next step. I had to wait for the rain to stop and then the roofer was going to come around and replace the roof, which would stop all of the leaks. The next step after that was clean up. And then the next step after that was repair. So now I was able to start to visualize what things were going to look like. I could visualize the roof getting fixed. I could visualize what it would be like once the damage was repaired. I did actually get carried away and start visualizing all of the alterations that I could now do because of the damage that had been done. I could actually get all the walls painted a better color. I could decide to get new floor coverings and replace the ones that were there. And these are some of the things that I'd been thinking about anyway. I had started before all this damage took place. I was thinking about, you know, doing some home improvements, painting the walls, getting new curtains, getting a new floor put down in the living room. So now these repairs, well, this damage that had been caused and the subsequent repairs needed had pushed me into action to get these improvements that I'd been thinking about doing done. So it was a positive outcome. So I could now start to approach and see this whole storm as having a positive ending. You know, they always say you need to visualize the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Chase the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and be positive that you're going to reach that positive, you know, that pot of gold. So 
in my visualization exercise, that is exactly what I did. But this wasn't the only thing going on in the eye of my storm. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. At the same time I was due to settle the purchase of a new house, I was coordinating a moving truck and my family, we were all like shifting around our lives to take into account this new move I decided to make. I was trying to recruit two new staff members for my business because down the road in a couple of months we were going to hit a busy period and I needed to recruit now for that busy period. So all of this was happening in the eye of my storm. You know, I was always thinking to myself, gee, if it was just one of these things, if it was just the house leaking, I could manage that. If it was just, you know, settling on the purchase of this new house, I could manage that. If it was just recruiting these two new staff members for my busy period, I could handle that. If it was just sorting out moving into the new house or moving the location of where I was going to live, I could manage that. But all of these things going on at exactly the same time, it really did feel like I was in the eye of a shitstorm. It was just chaos. And some days I couldn't even decide what needed my attention the most. They all felt most important. So I devised my approach. I was like, right, what skills and knowledge do I have that I can draw on in which to approach the situation. So I divided my day up between my problems. Rather than jumping around all over the place from problem to problem and then feeling as though I'd been busy all day but at the end of the day I didn't get anywhere. I wanted to avoid spending lots of time getting nowhere. So I adopted some of my productivity techniques and I set about avoiding the context switching. So I dedicated a couple of hours each day to each of the problems that I was tackling. I worked on one problem until I had finished my obvious next step and that would keep me moving in the right direction and then I would move on to the next problem. I would tackle my next best step until, you know, I kind of got that nailed in. Then I'd move on to my next problem. And so by the end of each day, I really felt like I had a sense of accomplishment, that I had a sense of forward momentum, that I at least knew what my next best step was going to be for each of these problems that were swirling around in the eye of my storm. And when you feel like you're in the eye of the storm, the other important thing to do is to look after yourself. Make sure that you're taking the mini breaks during your day. Get up and step away from your desk. Get up and step away from your phone for maybe five, ten minutes. Like go for a walk, get some fresh air, do some um, breath work, do some breathing exercises. 
just have those mini breaks to give your brain a sense of relief before you then move on and tackle your next problem. Make sure that you are eating well and that you are eating regularly. We all handle stress differently. So depending on how you handle stress and chaos in your life, you might turn to food as a coping mechanism. You might turn to food as a sense of comfort or sense of normality. So you end up by overeating. Or you may be on the other spectrum of that where you might not eat at all because you're all consumed with solving the problems in the eye of your storm. Stress affects us all in different ways. So be mindful to keep up good eating habits and get a good night's sleep. Make sure that you're getting at least seven to eight hours each night of restful sleep. You know, make sure that you're preparing for bed and you're preparing to get that night's sleep. And make time for exercise, even if it is a 15-minute walk in the morning and a 15-minute walk in the evening. Make sure that you continue to move your body. Looking after our health as we turn up and do our best every day with a solution-focused mindset until we find some calm amongst the storm. We need to look after ourselves. That's really important because if we don't look after ourselves, we're not going to be able to turn up and be our best selves to work our way through our storm. We're not going to come up with our best solution-orientated mindset if we are not looking after our health and well-being. The other thing that was on my mind as I was in the eye of my recent storm Gee, which sounds like I go through storms regularly, which I don't. Usually my life is pretty calm and pretty routine. But as I was going through this recent storm, I also wanted to make sure that I adopted a role model mindset because your behavior and energy impacts on other people. It can impact your kids, your friends, your family, your colleagues. People are watching you navigate your hard times and this is your opportunity to inspire them and make them realize that we can manage hard times. We can do hard things. This has always been one of my lifetime philosophies is to be the role model for my kids. But I have to be honest with you, I don't always get this right. During the eye of this recent storm, I didn't handle a situation with my daughter that well. And now, you know what, I could make excuses like it was the end of a long day, it was the end of a long week, I was ready to, you know, just burst into tears and go take a bath, curl up in bed and tune out from the world. I was right at that breaking point. And so I could make up those excuses that I was there, I was this or I was that. But I have to take responsibility for my own actions. And I didn't handle the situation well at all. I wasn't the role model that I wanted to be. And when this happens, don't beat up on yourself. We're all human and sometimes not our best selves. But what we have to do is acknowledge the situation, take ownership for our actions 
and then engage in a solution-orientated mindset. Take some time to centre yourself, manage your emotions, and then continue to turn up as your highest self. So I have to go back, acknowledge my emotions, and acknowledge that I didn't handle the situation being the role model that I always want to be. And so now I have to go back and repair my relationship with my daughter. I have to acknowledge to her I wasn't my best self that day, you know, regardless of, you know, maybe she wasn't being her best self either. I don't know. But I have to take ownership for my actions and what I did because I didn't turn up being the role model that I want to be. So when you're in the storm, things can happen where you don't turn up as your best self. But that's not the time to beat up on yourself. That's not the time to you know, to to cry in self-pity. That's the time just to take ownership of your actions and come back to your solution-orientated mindset and know that you have the ability to turn up as your highest self. Then when your storm settles, make sure that you spend some time to reflect. You know, put some time aside to sit down with your journal. This is the opportunity for you to Level up your awareness of your thoughts, your behaviors, your emotions, and your actions. Ask yourself, did I show up with a positive attitude and act as my best self? Journal on that question, wherever that might take you. Then ask the next question, did I engage problems with a solution-orientated mindset? Did I take time to visualize and imagine how each activity would play out for good or for bad and anticipate how I can show up as your best self? You know, these are really good questions to ask yourself in reflection when you're on the other side of your storm. When you're going through your storm, you just do your best. But when you get to the other side, be sure to take some time to reflect. Ask yourself these really good questions. And don't forget to ask yourself, did I take care of my health and my well-being during the storm? How could I manage myself better? Because when we level up our mindset, we level up our life. When we spend time on our personal growth, our businesses will flourish. And so whether you are in the eye of your storm, you're in cleanup phase, or you're in reflection phase, this is a good opportunity to book a session with a coach. It's during these stormy times that a coach can help you with your mindset. They can help you see what you can't in the moment. They can help you establish what's important and where your energy should be focused. It's someone who can see or someone who can help you see outside of yourself. That's what a good coach is here to help you do. So if that little voice in your head is saying to you right now, heck yes, I could do with some of that, then I invite you to book a coaching session with me. Simply head over to my website, sandrajulian.co, click the button, book a chat. I would love to help you through the eye of your storm or help you reflect on what you could do to level up 
your personal growth and help your business flourish as you are, you know, reflecting on what you could have done better to level up the way that you deal with these stormy times in your life. Before you go today, I wanted to say thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All of the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes. Or if you like to read a really good blog, then you can head over to my website at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. Now you've probably realized that running a business is not for the faint hearted. There are challenges coming at you left, right and center every day. But I'm here to tell you that challenges are only challenges because you haven't yet found an answer to them. The solution could actually be easier than you may think. But if you're anything like me, you tend to overthink or overanalyze the solution that is right in front of you. So what do you have to do to become the best boss you could possibly be? Well, you could go and take my two-minute free agency owner persona quiz at sandrajulian.co forward slash quiz. Here you'll find out how you can scale and streamline your business without compromising you and your lifestyle. I can't wait to know what your results are. So once you've done the quiz, why don't you take a screenshot, jump over to Instagram, share it on your stories, and don't forget to tag me. I'm at sandrajulian.co. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you hit the subscribe button to get notified of the new episodes as soon as they're released. And if you listen on Spotify or the Apple Podcast app, then I'd really appreciate if you could rate the show and perhaps leave a quick review if you are on the Apple app. Those five stars would mean the world to me and it would help get this show in the ears of more online service business owners. Alrighty, my friend, have the most productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.